TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Men at Work was not a one-hit wonder. Nope. This was me wondering. This was the <laughs> other one. Was this the only other really no. big one? Overkill? I need to hear it. Yeah. They, they, Do they I know it? I'm sure I know it. Uh, Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive, which in my estimation is their greatest song ever. But uh, yeah, no, they, they had more than a few. Colin, feel free to uh, pull those up yeah, so I can. Just <laughs> like, a little, I always a know the songs. Here. I just don't know them by yeah, title. Two two really solid albums. Uh, uh, Cargo and what was the other one? Um, oh, boy. Now I'm taxing my own memory bank. Uh, I can't remember. But um business as usual. That's what it was. I was thinking okay. of mean business, but that was the firm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Can we, can you grab overkill real uh, quick? My that's... computer has stopped working. Oh, so okay. That's well, fantastic. So no. <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> a Why would it work? It doesn't need to work. We don't need it for anything important. That got us into a conversation off the air then about the Wiggles, which is also an, that children's group yeah, out of Australia, sure. which I'd never heard of because there's a documentary about it on Amazon prime. Yeah. It's really good. I watched it uh, last week sometime. Incredibly awesome. popular. I mean, the, the okay. Wiggles are one of those things that if you're like under age six, mm-hmm. you are all over the Wiggles. It was very fascinating. If you know who they are or if you grew up watching them or know anything about them, like go watch this because I learned so much more than I originally knew about the group and the members and, and how they came to be. Cool. I had heard of the Wiggles. I'm a little out of the, oh, sorry, you, John, but yeah. I, I was a little old to be watching that when I was a kid. I just knew the term, didn't know anything about it necessarily, yeah. they, but I would watch the documentary. They just, they fill stadiums. It's crazy. Here's a little okay. overkill for you. Okay. Took a while. Yeah. Uh, Colin Hay, by the way, the, the guy who was the lead singer for Men at Work, did an acoustic version of this, a solo acoustic, just him and a guitar, that they used on the TV show Scrubs that's outstanding. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> the winding road that we took to get here <laughs> started by talking about the avocado toast guy out of Australia. Now we go a little further south into the story out of New Zealand. Yes. Uh, And the story out of New Zealand is this. There's a town there that's having a real problem. Uh, It's a town called Lower Hut. And the problem that they're having is they decided to do a little maintenance. The Lower Hut, by the way, is near Wellington. If you know New Zealand geography at all, I don't. Very south part of the North Island. Yep. Uh, so that's that's where this is. And they've got a big music festival coming up just about a week and a half from now called Juicy Fest. And they said it's going to be a big deal. Ashanti is going to be there. T-Pain is going to be there. But uh, they decided last month to do some maintenance on their uh, sewage system. 
And since they started this maintenance, which is really funny, by the way, because we actually have a relative who may be involved in that. He lives in New Zealand, and that's what he does for a living. Uh, but, yeah, they said ever since that maintenance started, the smell in the town of Lower Hut has been so bad that they the residents can't even open the windows. People are gagging. It's just overwhelming, the smell of sewage that has descended upon this place. The work is not set to be finished until February. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, they said it's so strong, it just hits you. <laughs> I, don't even, I want to read the rest of this. It, like it slaps you in the face like a wet used diaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's descriptive. So mm -hmm. they had a little city council meeting and one local official said, well, you know, people can just stop pooping. Uh, it clarified later that he was kidding when he said that. Uh, and they've also said, and I, this may be my favorite line out of the story, that not only did the mayor have to come out and issue a proclamation that said that people can indeed keep on pooping, that they said that the added s stress on the sewage system from the music festival probably won't affect the smell much. So I guess what they're really saying is it's already so bad. It's not like it's going to get worse. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be thicker. Is it not possible to perhaps move this music festival somewhere else? Oh, boy, that's a Cancel lot it till of next year? I mean, if you've got Wellington that close, then, uh -huh. you know, maybe. But uh, at present, it's still scheduled to go on. I can't wait to hear what some of the artists have to say from the stage about the fact that they're performing to a musical festival that sounds like a wet, or smells like a wet diaper. Okay, so the Greater Wellington Regional Council did issue... $70,000 in fines because of that. Um, against whom is what I'm looking for. God, this has been going on since Halloween. Um, more than 100 complaints about the smell since then, prompting the city to launch an investigation in November. Oh, man, everybody's been fined. Great. Wellington Water, the plant operator, the Hutt City Council, the Upper Hutt City Council have <laughs> all been fined due to breaches of consent conditions and abatement notices. Wow. Okay, uh, fix it. Uh, yeah. And I mean, who's going to have You thought Fire Festival was bad. Nobody knew Poop Festival was on its way. One resident argued there were health implications. People are getting physically sick. Kids don't want to play soccer yeah. or play sport at hut park due to the smell <laughs> okay i and i love the way they tag this newser tag this with read more unimaginable grossness stories here and provided a link <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna click on that one honestly not don't <laughs> want to know anything about that uh. okay uh moving on to the story here out of wmtw this is out of uh las vegas that i thought was funny so we are coming up on um on new year's eve Will yep. be 123123. One, two, three, one, two, three. Yes. And because of that, that is leading the wedding industry in Las Vegas to really hit a boom because there are people that want that date as their wedding date. Oh, Plus, wow. it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. And it's a Saturday, which is cool because New Year's, no, it's a Sunday. New Year's Eve is a Sunday. Yeah, but, but Monday is a day off. So right. they still have that day to recover from it. Right. And so they they are getting ready for the the city's busiest wedding day ever because people want that pattern for their date. And they say it'll continue because now they look at other dates 
that are going to be kind of a, a pattern like that. They said the second most popular specialty wedding date on record is November 11th, 2011. So 112011 when 3,100 couples tied the knot. Um, let's see. The single day record for marriages in Las Vegas was set on July 7th, 2007. That was 4,492. They think this is going to beat it. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me, especially given the fact that, like you said, I mean, the the next day is a day off, so mm-hmm. it just it, it really um, I I can see it. I guess look, anything that allows more people to go in and spend more money in Las Vegas, they're going to be mm-hmm. in favor of. So yes, yeah. do you think the little Elvis wedding chapels are going to be all full up that day? I think you better have your reservation. I think this is in four <laughs> days, and you better have your reservations uh, ready already. I'm curious to know, did you pick your wedding date because of the date? Because of for that reason, <laughs> yeah. If nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. What's the story? Yeah, we were told by my wife's family that we couldn't have our wedding on the date that we had it on. We went okay. ahead. And, we went ahead and did it anyway because somebody, somebody in the family way back had died on that day or something. Okay, you know it was a date that already meant something, and we said, yeah, I, we don't care. <laughs> we're we're going to go ahead and do it. Our wedding date also happens to be the anniversary of D Day. Okay. Which we didn't pick it because of that, but we got married on June 6th. So, okay. I'm curious about like the numbers itself. Like, I have friends that got married on 9, 10, 11, September 10th, 2011. Okay. Super easy to remember. Yep. Uh, I have another friend that got married on May 4th. May the fourth be with you. Really? <laughs> so that, <laughs> and then I think, are, are we just bad at remembering dates? Mm-hmm. And this is just a way for us to remember dates that way yeah i guess i mean if you think about ours you know being june 6th it's six six so that's that's easy enough i guess it's just double sixes but i just think it's funny that that's a reason that somebody would pick mm-hmm. and that this will continue to be and vegas of all places you're right it's a marketing tool yeah it's, it's a way to you know to get people in the door love it uh if you want in feel free 913-586-7798 uh okay i'm i'm ready for the responses that we will get on this story but we have an influencer who is once again going off on something we've talked about before that women don't like that men do anyway get to that coming up on kmbz 12 31 23 four days from right now is apparently a wedding date that's popular particularly if you're going to las vegas uh easy to remember the one two three one two three they think it'll be a record for the number of weddings in Las Vegas on a single day. Yeah, and good for them. So if you had your wedding on a particular date for a reason, numerically, that that date meant something to you. We just got a text from somebody that said, we got married on my mom's birthday. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. And again, easy to remember. Uh, How about Frank and KCK? Hello, Frank. How are you guys doing today? All right, Frank, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Me and my wife got married in Vegas in 2006. We initially was going to get married on the 6th of June, but we didn't realize at that time it was 666, but we were able to change it on the fly to the 7th. But you would be amazed on how many people in those little churches and places in Vegas were lined up to get married on 666. (laughs) Actually, I probably wouldn't, but but yeah, I I didn't even put that one together. See, we got married in 2009, so that wasn't a worry for us. Uh, But yeah, in addition to, you know, people who got their wedding on a certain date, I wonder how many avoided a particular date like that because it just, it scared them off. Getting married on like Friday the 13th or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Thank you, Frank. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Frank. Um, I was looking to see if there was a list of... Oh, here we go. 
um, some of the most popular dates that people have gotten married, yeah. and you're going to notice this real fast. Uh, October 10th, 2020 10, was a 10, big 20. deal. 10, 10, 2020. Um, that's what I'm looking. I'm looking for. I have a list out of 2020. That doesn't help me a whole lot. But I'm, I'm kind of jotting down. Like I'm kind of going back and forth, looking at a calendar to figure out what the other big dates would have been mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> boy, I guess, you know, we can look into the future at the, what would it be? It would be the, <clears throat> the 23rd of January, 2045 would be one, two, three, four, five. My brain hurts. Or one. It would just be one for January. Okay. Two, three for the 23rd, and then four, okay. five for 45. You could oh. also, you could do the same thing on a December 3rd of that year. It would also be one, two, three, four, five. Huh. Okay. It's somebody's job in Las Vegas. Somebody <laughs> yeah. has all of these written out on a little post-it note somewhere. Definitely. On a marketing calendar to know here are the dates coming up so that we can market this uh several years out so that people can come in and and grab that one this is interesting lines are ringing. yes yeah, so, yeah. Uh, somebody on the text line said uh, we got married on cinco de mayo twice so i mean, you think you would have learned the first time <laughs> that might not be the best anniversary date uh friend got married says another texter on january 2nd of 2002 or 020202 um yeah uh, you okay. can uh, and there's got to be a few of them every year right that that mm -hmm. have some kind of significance like that Yes. Yeah. Let's go to Definitely. Gladstone and bring Michelle in. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Great. What's on your mind? Well, I just, uh, you were talking about special wedding days and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, my mother's birthday was May 21st. They got married on May 22nd, and my dad's birthday was May 23rd. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. What other date could they have gotten married, right? That's right. With those That's birthdays. Right. You throw you Mother's Day in May, and it's booked. <laughs> you got it. All right. <laughs> Michelle, thanks. Yeah, my my dad and his wife did something similar. It wasn't right in a row like that, but I think, I think the way it shook out was her birthday was July 13th. His was July 19th, and they got married in the middle. I, I think it, okay. it, it was probably right in the middle on the 16th. Okay. A bunch of these are coming in. Keep these coming in. 913-586-7798. Okay, moving on here uh, to the story that we saw out of the New York Post late last week. Yes, I know we've had this conversation before, and I know it gets a little bit um, testy, but nonetheless, uh, we have a former reality star who's got quite the TikTok following, who posted, it's about a 20-second clip where she's walking down the street uh, in a neighborhood of Sydney, and she records the problem that she's having once again as a woman just walking down the street. Yeah, and there's... there's Guys, oh. it's happened again. This time, I'm in Sydney. I'm in Ashfield. An old man has just gone like this to me. Ready? Excuse me, sir? What is happening to the... This is what I'm dressed in, by the way. I have oil stains on my shirt. You know, you can't see what's happening there, but she's dressed. She's just dressed like she's going to paint the house. Yeah, she's wearing a pair of gray shorts and a gray T-shirt to go along with it. And like she said, she has oil stains on her shirt. So she's making the case that, you know, I'm not even done up. And she has her mm -hmm. hair pulled back. She doesn't have any makeup on her. If she does, it's very minimal. And she said, I'm not even done up. And, you know, here's this guy giving me the old and winking at her and all of this stuff. And she was really taken aback by that. 913-586-7798. She went off because she said, here we are still. 
like because at that point you're just doing it for it's all about power mm -hmm. that's all it ever is and you're just doing it for that not because she looks like she's ready to go and hit the town right right and and maybe he did think she looked really good i mean the fact that she had oil stains on her shirt no guy cares i can right. i will sit here and tell you no guy cares uh but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, she got dinged a lot by and well, there, there's a certain reason why she in particular got dinged for for pointing this out. We'll get to that in a minute. But there were a lot of people that just responded to this and, and said, you're getting upset because somebody said you look nice. What's wrong with you? And I, I, I think I mean, there's got to be middle ground, right? There um, is. What is it? There is. And we've talked about this before. It's. um First of all, I think just because you want to do it doesn't mean, um, how can I put this? Um, it, when we talked about this before, the, the way it seems to go is that people who do this feel like their intention behind it should matter more than her being bothered by it. Yes. And so, and I, I, I don't get that in the realm of, if she doesn't want it, you shouldn't do it. That should win. And it shouldn't really matter what your reasons are. If the reasons are, well, I was just trying to be nice. It doesn't matter if it makes her uncomfortable. That's all that should matter about it. To me, the middle ground is, um, on one extreme is the cat calling on the street. You don't know this person you're doing it as a power move it's just kind of a weird masculine guy thing to me the middle ground is when you politely say to someone your hair looks nice today yeah you know like it's and and usually it, and it's just it's quick and then you move on and it's there's a way to do it and not be creepy and weird and i know that <laughs> because it's happened to me many times where it's just hey you know that uh, nice looks nice today okay and then move on Right. And, and you're absolutely right about intention. It also helps if you do know somebody. But I can remember, I mean, we, the last time we talked about this, uh, Colin wasn't here. He had the day off and Zant was filling in. And I said, I mean, there is this compulsion in guys and it's and it's not related to what you're talking about. I know what you mean. And you're not wrong when you say that a lot of guys who do that stuff are doing it to show power and control. I can Even if they don't realize why right. they're doing it. I can I can say whatever I want to you, but there is right. an unrelated compulsion in a lot of guys, and I know because I am one, that when you see somebody who is absolutely stunning to you, the, you just want to tell them. You, you know, it's not like, I don't want to date you. I'm not coming on to you. I just I just want to tell you you're gorgeous. And, and, and you don't because it just isn't – that's not a cool thing to do. Um, I don't know why that's there either, by the way. But, you know, when I said that, Zant was like, yep, can confirm. It just happens. And, you know, like w like we think you don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like mm -hmm. she can't possibly know how beautiful she is. I need to go tell her. And like I said, if you're smart, you just kind of keep that under your hat and realize that's not how society works. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's not to say that there aren't guys who do that to try to to put you off kilter, to do it on purpose. Yeah, I think um, I, I, I appreciate the dilemma. It's something you are used to always doing. And now you got to read the room differently. Yep. And times are just different. They just are. We have more things to be threatened by. We have more things that we have to be aware of and feel uncomfortable about. And we've, we've shifted in society a little bit in a good way to where our feeling about that is important. 
and and matters now. Yeah. And and maybe it didn't before. And and let me clarify, I've never done that to a stranger. <laughs> you know, like I said, the thought persists sometimes, but I've never actually done that, even, you know, in in uh, times before. Um and and it was always because, I mean, I guess you know a lot of it has to do with how you're raised. And having respect for people is something that was, you know, really drummed in. Having respect for people until they give you a reason not to. Yeah, and I think part of it is, and I, I can't get in the mind of a head, I can't get in the the mind of a guy. Wow, words today. But it's, you think we need to know, you think we want to know that from you. Yes. You think that we are going to feel much better about ourselves if we know you think that's hot. Like, right. you're so hot that we think that, wow, that's really going to lift us <laughs> yeah, up yeah. if you say that to us. I, I've said this before. I have never felt better about kind of being out in the world than when a woman compliments me. Okay. That means more to me because women are known for being whatever to each other. That means more because she's not doing it for anything. She's not. There's no reason behind that. There's no ulterior motive behind that. Simply doing it to lift up another woman. I'd rather hear that any day yeah. than from a man. Um, and, and that makes that makes a, a tremendous amount of sense. Too. Let's go to the phones on this. We'll run and uh, go over to Jim in Topeka and find out what he's thinking about this. Hey, Jim. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Bringing up the nightmares from the 70s when it, I was attempting to get along with my first wife better. I even joined the National Organization of Women trying to get along better. <laughs> they just will not help you understand what it is, and even if you think you understand it, they'll change the rules in the middle of it. Take a compliment, for heaven's sakes. Goodbye. All right. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> there you go, Jimmy. Take a compliment, for, for heaven's sakes, will you? Come on. Says, <laughs> says a man. Yes, says a man. Uh, 913-586-7798. Um, this is where I would say if if what we can accomplish is establishing, back to John's question, what the middle ground is, if you can't help yourself, <laughs> then yeah. here's how to do it and not be a creep. I mean, if okay, l let me ask you this. Men you don't know, have never met before. You're walking down the street, you're doing your daily business, you're out on the plaza, whatever, and a guy walks up and says, excuse me, would you mind a compliment? What would you say? Great. I would be surprised that somebody starts it that way. Okay. But I appreciate that. Because what am I going to say? No. <laughs> you know? Uh -huh. But at least you're recognizing, number one, you're not just catching me in the middle of the street. Yeah. You're, you're not just yelling in the street. It's more thoughtful to put it that way than okay. to just say it. I know that you're taking a second to think about how I might feel about it than to just blurt it out. And, and catch me off guard. And yeah, and at that point, you're you know that it's probably not going to be something untoward either. You know, nobody's right. nobody's going to follow that with, "Well, your butt looks really good in them jeans." <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be a little more genteel than that, most likely. I know we have to get to a break, and that's what Colin's typing. The other thing I would say is, do we always have to compliment a look? We never comp. That's good what point. that's what we we complain about a lot is that it's only the look that the uh, the compliments are about. All right, we'll get to a break. We'll get to more of your comments next on KMBZ. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, you have a former reality star uh, who ranted on TikTok now to the tune of 80,000 views uh, about the cat calling. Uh, she was in Sydney when it happened. We're going to play for you some audio here in a second. I don't think he's calling, but we got a text from someone, and I'm just going to throw this out on the table because why not, uh, that said, uh, my question would be, would these men be okay if a gay man hit on them in the same way? Texter says, I'm gay. I can tell you most of them would not even want a polite compliment from another man. <laughs> and again, it's funny because if another woman gave me a compliment, I would just take it as a compliment and not that they're hitting on me. Yeah. But if a guy did it, I feel like there's something else going on. Well, right. And and I mean, if you're talking about, because there's two different things going on there and, and we can talk about both of them. Um, if you're talking about a straight man, to another straight man just giving a, wow, uh, Bob, you look really sharp in that suit. That's never going to happen. I don't know why. We just don't. And mostly it's because we just don't notice. <laughs> you know, I, you know, if you ask me, and I was just out in the newsroom and he was sitting there, uh, you know, and, and so I saw, actually I saw Scott and uh, Sam Stevie sitting out there. What are they wearing? <laughs> I have no idea. I have the slightest idea. But, but if one of them was dressed in a suit... Uh-huh. Like Scott doesn't normally wear a suit. Well, okay, yeah. To the office. If, if, would if you notice? Right. If it's somebody you know and all of a sudden they're dressed to the nines and and they're normally not. I mean, if they normally dress like me and they show up mm-hmm. in a suit, then yeah, that's going to get some attention. But uh yeah, I mean if if it's somebody you don't know, you know, no guy is going to turn to the guy next to him at a bar stool and go, "Wow, you look really good, Bob." <laughs> it just we, we just don't do that kind of thing. So, uh to the gay man point, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure there are a lot of guys who would absolutely freak out. Um, I don't know why, but that hey, look, I'll take compliments wherever I can get them. <laughs> you know what? It, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, yeah. And it's not like, you know, if it was a stranger coming through, if it was a guy um, client, maybe, I don't, I don't know who it would yeah. be, but we don't, we rarely ever have people up in the newsroom that we don't know. But if it were to be a male that we don't know, and would say, it's not like they're wearing a, a patch that says whether, you know, they're straight. Yeah, that's true. It just give, you know, it, it is just something that, which is why I come back to, there's a motive there. The reason you do it with women and not men is there's some kind of other deep down. Yeah. Well, in the, it, it's actually a really good analogy because the whole gay panic thing mm-hmm. has to do with that same feeling of being vulnerable and threatened that, uh, you know, the, uh, that is the position that wittingly or not men put women in 
when they do that kind of thing, unsolicited. And mm -hmm. most of the time it's because, I mean, yeah, I mean, say, as you said before, saying to somebody that's in the same building as you or whatever that, that you just happen to walk by, boy, you you look really nice. That's one thing. You know, mm -hmm. giving somebody the eye and doing the thing, oh, right. come on. That's never going right. to come off as anything other than creepy. And it's just old macho. Yes. You know, it's just, I don't have a better term for it. Now, we said that there was another detail in this story. Um, she has a bit of a history with this. And part of the reason why she may be more so than most put off by those kinds of things is that she was on a reality, reality TV show in Australia before she became a social media influencer. I still hate that word. Uh, that, that she was on this reality TV show. She was kicked off when it became known that she had an OnlyFans account. And there was nudity involved. Oh, and so she ended up, and because of that, when she's out now on the street doing these videos that she does, people will yell things at her about having seen her naked. So they feel like they're more entitled to do it. Yep. Because of that. It's it's the pretty woman line. So it kind of snowballs. Her reaction mm -hmm. to it is more, um, probably more stringent than mm -hmm. most would be. And... It happens to her more often, which makes her yeah. even less likely to take it as a compliment. Yeah, it, it makes me think like anybody that works, um, and I'll and I'll draw the connection a couple of different ways. If you, um, if if a woman does some kind of, she works at Hooters, and you see her on the street, and you know her to be a Hooters girl, are you more likely to whistle at her because you feel like you're entitled to? <laughs> you're right. She agreed to job. do work uh -huh. that that shows that off. Therefore. You are entitled to break that boundary if you want. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Laura in Prairie Village and see what she's thinking about. Hey, Laura. Hey there. Hi. Uh, Hi. In uh, 1977, I was a young woman in the Army, and I was getting married this day. And uh, my mother had come with me, you know, of course, to my wedding. But we had to run to the barracks to go get something. And just as we were entering the barracks, a great big truck came by. It was open bed. It was full of soldiers. And they were yelling like everybody did back in the day. Cat calls, whistles. Some of it was kind of obscene. On your wedding and, day. That's classy. <laughs> well, I was uh, still in uniform. I was about to get changed later in the day. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. But uh, so, you know, as that happened, just as my mom and I were entering the building, I was so embarrassed. I was looking at the floor, and I was just explaining to her, Mom, that's just the way it is on post. <laughs> and when I looked up at her, she was absolutely beaming. She was so happy. She said, when you get to be my age, you're grateful. You enjoy the attention. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Times have changed <laughs> a bit. <laughs> Yeah, things are a lot different than uh, the 70s, so we've all come a long way since then. Yeah, uh, thank you, Laura. I appreciate the call. <laughs> that's uh, that's one I haven't heard before. Mom's going, yeah, that's my daughter they're catcalling. <laughs> uh, someone just asked, why would you believe something a social media influencer has to say? Um, I think you don't want to believe that it's true. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you believe it? Uh, right. Um, be, because, I mean, she's, like I said, even though she's got her hair pulled back and she's got no makeup on or whatever, she is a very pretty girl. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no denying that. So, yeah, I would have no problem believing that that happened. I, now, the one thing I will get on her a little bit for is that in her response, she referred to him as some random old guy. 
<laughs> really? I mean, do, do mm-hmm. we need to do that? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I can understand why she would have been irritated by it. But I, uh, you know, maybe maybe we could have done without that piece of it, too. If you're trying to take the high ground, take the high ground. I'm sure what she meant was, here's this old, ugly guy. Yeah. That's trying to get me, you know, who thinks I'm hot and like, look at him, you know, and so he's like, why would I, why would I ever look at him? And this is how he's getting my attention. Yeah. So I, I mean, forgive that. <laughs> given what happened, I know that's, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. easy to do, but. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me just address this for one second to the people that think she's making it up. Why not fake stuff for more TikTok? I'm assuming you are a man who's never been in this position and doesn't want to think it happens. I don't assume just because so what if she is making it up? It happens every day. Mm-hmm. She just is telling the story in the in the outlet that she has. We have no reason to think that she made it up. Wasn't didn't she um she was walking down the street when she did the video? Yes. Right? It was where it happened. I mean, that's a pretty big fake for views. It doesn't matter. It's totally believable. Sure. And people and people are going to watch her on TikTok regardless. So like you said, it's an issue whether or not it happened to her. Um, yeah, in that moment, it's still something that does happen and it happens a lot. All right. Thanks to everybody for getting in here. Um, let's go to Pittsburgh while we have a couple of minutes. I don't know why Pittsburgh <laughs> continues to be the home of loaded guns going through TSA. But it is. They had another one on Christmas. So uh, that brings their total up to, what, 44 this year? They had already broken their record. Uh, and I think they broke the record back in, like, early October or late uh, late September. Um, it was 33 up till now, and I think that was in 2019. And all of a sudden this year, I mean, every time we turned around, there was yet another story about yet another gun being found at the airport, you know, go, people going through TSA with a gun in their in their carry-on bag. Um, yeah, this is the 44th time that it happened this year. A guy from Washington County had a 380 and tried to carry it through TSA on Christmas Day. They they caught him because of course they did. They said that the 20 the the, the 44 that metal detector works. Does yeah, it? yeah, no kidding. And the eyes of the people watching those bags, you know, going through, they know they know what the outline of a gun looks like. So they said the 44 guns seized in 2023 eclipses the previous record of 35. I was right. Yep. In 2019. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do about this. And you're right. Geographically. Why Pittsburgh? You why said Pittsburgh? That, you said there were three of them on Christmas Day nationwide. I don't have it in front of me, but I think I saw over the weekend that it was th- it was three loaded guns that went through TSA nationally on Christmas Day so or, of or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. So, of course, one of them was in Pittsburgh. It, it's, right. just, it's been that kind of year for them. So Pittsburgh lawmaker is tired of it um, and is going to introduce legislation that would revoke the open carry permits if you are caught with a gun at a TSA checkpoint. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That fight's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You lose your concealed carry if you carry a gun. Um, I mean, I, I can see the logic to it. If you're irresponsible enough to with, with your gun to try to bring it through airport security, why should we trust that you're going to be responsible with it enough to have a CCW? That's, yeah, that's the thing. If you, if I forgot that my gun was in my bag is your answer, where else do you forget it? Uh-huh. And 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 maybe you shouldn't get to have the thing if we can't trust you with it. But you know what's going to happen. Oh, this one's going to end up going to the Supreme Court. I can't wait. Um, 
let's see. Yeah, I mean, the argument is good and it makes sense that he's out of Pennsylvania where that would be proposed. So if you somebody just said, I would question if these people had a permit at all. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Yep. So if you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798. We'll wrap today's show next on KMBZ. John, how much are you doing on chat GPT? We haven't really talked about this. Are you using no, it much? Not really. No, I mean, we, we all use it to some degree, even unknowingly. But um, yeah, I, I played around with it for probably that first week that it got really, really popular. And I haven't done a thing with it since then. I'm intrigued by the number of people that I continue to kind of follow and the things that they are doing with it that I do normally. The number of people that say they planned their their vacation or whatever just to see what it comes up with. Mm -hmm. The next thing that's going to be coming out of ChatGPT is that if you find making restaurant reservations cumbersome because the Internet's hard, <laughs> um, ChatGPT will be able to call restaurants and make reservations for you. Don't we use open table for that? Uh, yeah, boy. I mean, aren't there apps that do that? Even if you were going to say, well, you know, I just don't like having those conversations. I don't like, you know, some people and we've talked about this before. It seems like more and more people all the time are very uncomfortable talking to anybody that they don't know. And even in that space, you don't need to talk to anybody. If you want a reservation anywhere that takes reservations, you can make them online and never have to talk to a single human being. What do they say? It's a solution looking for a problem. Yeah. This doesn't feel, I mean, fine. It doesn't hurt anything for ChatGPT to do it, but just, you can go to, I couldn't tell you the last time I made a restaurant reservation by calling. No. I can't, I, I, always I can't tell on you the, the last time I made a restaurant reservation at all. Well, <laughs> but, like I'm thinking like restaurant yeah. week is coming up soon. Sure. You know, in, in a few weeks. You just always do that online. And yeah, and restaurant week's a great example because anything you want to do during restaurant week, you can you can set up online long before the event happens. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, great. Yet another thing that chat GPT can do for you. It just doesn't seem. No. I mean, anymore, I can, I can use that A word thing and tell <laughs> it to make a reservation. Yeah. I think the a much better use for it would be, uh, like you mentioned, planning a vacation. Not only that, but planning. I know you love to do this on your own. So for you, mm -hmm. it wouldn't work at all. But I hate having to go through and trying to plan flights. I hate it. Oh, because, that's why you have me. Yeah, right. And and I've, I've yeah. utilized your services for yeah. that before um, and said, what should I do here? But that's the thing. If I wanted to put in, okay, these are the dates that I want to travel. Can you find me the best deal and have it go out and make reservations for airlines and things like that and find the lowest dollar amount and the right time? Great. That's a little more complicated than just making yeah. a reservation at a restaurant. My question about that would be, I would love to see you try that and then let me do it and, yeah, and, and see and compare it. Look for the same dates and see who did yeah. better on the money. And just see if it's accurate. Just yep. see what, what algorithm. You're right. For something like that, that makes a little more sense. I would let it, um, like I should do this next time. Or what I should do is, is have it do a trip I already did mm -hmm. and see what it comes up with. It's just to compare. I mean, more information isn't bad. Sure. And just see where it, especially because we're not dealing with facts which as we've known, ChatGPT is not amazing with. Yeah. So just compile information and see what it comes up with. Yep. It is, I mean, it's a neat idea, but it will be fun to kind of watch that and see what else evolves. What are the services that it kind of is, is geared toward rendering? 
Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you reminded me of this because I forgot. What did you see over the weekend? We went to see Godzilla Minus One. Colin, uh, I mentioned this to you. I, In fact, I texted you right after we got out of the movie and said, dude, it's amazing. D- did you get a chance to go see it yet? No, because I got back into town last night. Uh, so I was unpacking and I, I got in pretty late. It so actually, I, I have not seen it. It came out longer ago than I thought. Uh, I thought it was brand new this weekend. It wasn't. It's actually been out in theaters for about three weeks now or almost four um, but the, the opening day had gone by me. And so Jen set up the, <laughs> set up the reservations because <laughs> we have that AMC <laughs> theaters thing, you know, that you can go <laughs> see three movies a week with. And so she set it all up. Uh, we went out and saw it Saturday night. It is, and, and I say this as a longtime fan of kaiju movies. This is my favorite Godzilla movie by a long shot. It's so well done. Um, it's not cheesy at all. The story's fantastic. It's all in Japanese, so it is dubbed. Or it's not dubbed. Okay. It's not dubbed, rather. It's a, a subtitles. Uh, but they're not hard to follow. The story isn't... Oh, how do I put this? Uh, you're not going to see anything out of the story that you haven't seen before. And, it, and I would even go so far as to say, if it has one downfall, the story is a little predictable. But okay. most of the story, what they do... It, but it's acted brilliantly... Um, I don't know any of the actors. They're, I'm sure they're famous in Japan, but I, I didn't see anybody whose face I recognized. In fact, the one that I thought I did recognize turned out not to be him. So um, it, it's it's endearing. Most of it doesn't have anything to do really directly with Godzilla. It's going to be about about 40 minutes into the film. You have now seen Godzilla once. Okay. But it's set in post-war Japan. So this is it starts right before the war ends. Uh, and there's a very important plot point in the story that happens right before the war ends. And then we fast forward to 1946 into the recovery of Japan. And that's when Godzilla becomes a much more central part of the story. But it's a love story. Uh, and it's not a stupid one like in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> that movie was ruined okay. by the fact that they put that dumb love story in the middle of it. Uh, and it's, um, I mean, there, there's a lot of heartbreak in it. There's a lot of... Um, I mean, just brilliantly put together story elements to it. Like I said, the story itself isn't going to really surprise you that much. But uh, I, I mean, even the special effects were outstanding, and it all made sense. They Now, the other thing, I guess, and some people will ding a movie for this, is it did set up a sequel. And some people will not like that? Some people don't like that. If they okay. obviously set the thing up that when the credits roll, you know where movie two is going to start. This one does. But I didn't care. I mean, it did not bother me a bit. I loved every frame of it. Who plays Godzilla? Somebody <laughs> wants to know. CGI. <laughs> it's, it's not a guy in a big rubber suit anymore. That's, uh-huh. that's long since no. gone by the wayside. No. Those, Technology has improved. I, listen, I do love those. You know, the original 1953 Godzilla was an outstanding piece of work even before they edited uh, Raymond Burr into it. But yeah, this one, it's, it's just, it's a great movie. Even for, if you're not a, a monster movie fan, it's still a great movie to go catch. You'll love it. <laughs> Text lines. Keep these coming in. We'll take a glance at these. Uh, and that does it for us. So we'll turn this over to Dana and Parks. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on KMBZ. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.